0: Welcome to the Davenport Pulse, a podcast aimed at connecting citizens to their local government. Together, we will explore important issues impacting our neighborhoods and community through conversations with residents, city staff, and elected officials.
1: Davenport is the urban pulse at the heart of the Quad Cities, rich in history and character, where folks with the Midwest mentality plant personal and professional roots. Come explore with us the people, places, and programs that make Davenport home.
0: Welcome back, everybody, to the Davenport Pulse. Today, we are going to talk all things Davenport Junior Theater with Daniel Sheridan, the performing arts supervisor. Welcome, Daniel. Thanks for being here.
2: Yeah. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it.
0: Yeah. So before we jump into questions, why don't you just tell us a little bit about yourself?
2: Yeah. So I'm, I'm a Davenport native, grew up in Davenport, and, you know, as, as it relates to junior theater, I was a junior theater kid in the '90s. Actually, got involved because I won a free class, uh, and it it sort of set the course of course of my life. Um, and yeah, did junior theater as a kid, and um, went to university for theater and uh, mastered in acting, and then never thought I'd end up back in the Quad Cities, but. Uh, in 2008, the, the junior theater program was struggling for a number of reasons, and um, the world didn't make sense to me without junior theater in it and the good that it does for kids in Davenport and in the community. And so, you know, I said I'd move home for three years and 14 years later, <laughs> here I am loving what I do every day and uh, getting to uh, impact the lives of, of youth and the broader community.
0: So you kind of came full circle with yeah. junior theater. Yeah, I mean you started out there as a kid, and now right. you're teaching kids at junior theater. That's great.
2: Yeah, and then you know I feel like full circle keeps happening because you <laughs> know, it was just a couple of years ago I got to see my own kids do junior theater. For oh
0: the wow, time,
2: which is really fun. That's so super neat. It's like it's it, constant circles, uh-huh. which is which is great.
0: Very
1: cool. So for our listeners that don't know, what is Davenport Junior Theater? What does it offer to our community, and what ages can be involved in it?
2: Yeah, so the the junior theater program itself is in its seventieth year. So it's been around for a while. It's the second oldest children's theater in the United States. Oh um, wow! And the yeah, which is, I didn't know that. Yeah, mo- most people don't. We we try to brag about it all the time. Um, and yeah, uh, the, the oldest is in San Diego, but okay. the, uh, we are the second oldest. And. But, the, you know, the program really uses um, the art of theater, whether that's acting or improvisation, musical theater, technical theater classes. Uh, but using that craft to teach kids skills to communicate with with clarity and confidence and the ability to communicate creatively. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't really matter if the kids end up making a career in theater or the performing arts. It can be part of their lives forever. But the impact does matter uh, because at some point they'll be doing a presentation in a boardroom or coaching a little league team or doing a podcast (laughs) at Davenport. And, you know, we want them to to have the skills that theater offers. And then more broadly, we not only do theater, we also do dance Uh, and our dance program um, and our theater program are for kids ages three to 18 years. So kids can be involved almost at any age. Uh, and the dance program is really focused on um, teaching a love of dance and making dance affordable and accessible. Mm-hmm. It's a non-competitive studio, so we're really focused on the kids' experience and building, building a healthy body image and confidence and uh, making affordable dance that's focused on the kids.
0: Do the kids get to participate in a recital at any point of yeah. like the dance?
2: Okay. Yeah, we're, we're, we're a bit of a different dance studio. So we have a fall session that's 12 weeks long and that ends in a performance, not a full recital. We call it our sharing. So a lot of studios you start in the fall and you don't really perform until the recital. But we do a fall showcase and then kids can change and try something else and they're not stuck with tap. If they mm-hmm. like, oh, I, this isn't what I thought it was. They don't have to do it for twenty-two weeks. They can do it for the, the well, actually, be longer than longer than that. But they can change. Yeah. So, and then in the winter, we do. We have a sixteen-week session that ends with a recital on stage. One thing that makes junior theater unique is that our recitals are free. So mm-hmm. uh, parents aren't having to pay for fifteen or twenty-dollar recital tickets and stuff like that. And yeah, we utilize the resource of the theater that we have to offer more recital times and it involves more families and um, and it's just more affordable.
0: And then can you talk about your plays? How many plays do you guys have per year?
2: So every class at Junior Theater ends with a performance on stage. Everything we do ends with ends with a show. So classes and stuff like that, we're going to do about 140 short shows, 10 minute shows a year. Cool. Uh, and, and those have light, sound, costumes, props, set. Mm-hmm. They're minimalistic, but they have all the elements. And then we also have our our camps throughout the summer, uh, and those all conclude with multiple performances. But the large main stage productions, you know, we just did Annie Junior on on the main stage. You know, Annie being a Broadway show, that's obviously a larger production, involved about thirty two performers and seven or eight kids backstage and a few more kids out running the lobby. And those productions are actually run and managed by our nonprofit partner. So junior theater incorporated is our, our um, nonprofit partner and they, they focus on main stage productions and fundraising and grant writing. And we've collaborated on renovation of the theater itself and a variety of lighting upgrades and accessibility for youth. And so, um, but you ask one question. How, how, how many <laughs> shows do we do? You got a very long answer. So we do on the main, main stage production wise, we usually, there's three productions, three productions a year that yeah. happen. So this year was uh, Winnie the Pooh, mm-hmm. uh, Annie Jr., and then we'll be ending this season with our production of Imagine That, um, which is a, a musical that Junior Theater has done over the decades, and it it links up to our 70th anniversary celebrations. So those are our three shows.
1: Why don't you talk a little more about the 70th anniversary celebration that you're going to have this summer?
2: Yeah. Well, one of the things that we were excited that our nonprofit partner did for the 70th was they committed to, especially coming out of COVID, they made shows free for all to see. So there's no longer, it used to be $6 a kid, $8 an adult. They took the leap to just get rid of ticket prices and let people come um and they actually are uh, re-upping that commitment to continue so um they're going to continue to keep the shows available to the public while committing to the quality uh, Mm -hmm. that they're that they're hoping to deliver but the 70th anniversary i'm really excited about um because over the decade that i've been leading the organization i've had the chance to meet so many alumni and absorb so many stories so uh, on Saturday, June 25th, uh, last Saturday of June, we're going to be having a large uh, outdoor picnic celebration. Uh, we're going to be uh, ribbon cutting the Junior Theater Museum. We've converted one of our cottages into, into a, a really, I think it'll be a real quality museum piece. Very and, cool. Um, yeah, excited about that. Uh, and then it's, it's kind of a big open house and everything's going to be free. There's going to be hot dogs and root beer floats and lemonade stand run by the kids, and lawn games. The mobile stage will be there. We're going to have bands. We're going to have students performing uh, and just a real, a real celebration and gathering of all things, all things junior theater. So there's, there's that, that public component that's free. And then, and then we'll also be doing um, a dinner event in the evening. Uh, largely for alumni to to come back and have dinner on the lawn together and see a production, uh, but the the nonprofit is actually launching uh, their endowment at this 70th anniversary as well, which is exciting for a 70 year old organization not to have an endowment. Um, they've they've managed to raise over twenty thousand dollars to is like the nest egg to get that started, and will hopefully continue to support junior theater and programs for years to come. Very
0: cool. Why don't we touch on a little bit more about the history of junior theater?
2: Sure. So the uh, the founding of junior theater is really interesting, which is, you know, we have such a unique city and nonprofit partnership right now in the arts. Mm -hmm. It's, It's really a special relationship that grew out of. Uh, Mary Fleur Nicewander, who's the founder of the junior theater program, moved here in the 40s with her husband and three kids. They were traveling actors and her husband died suddenly. He was um, running the Adler Theater and and he passed suddenly and unexpectedly. And so she was kind of stranded here with her three kids. So she started teaching voice and diction and elocution classes to make money. And then that that branched out into acting classes. And then uh, Leon Bredbeck, who was in charge of the Women's Recreation League. So this predates the Recreation Department. Um, but the Women's Recreation League connected with Mary and said, why, why don't you come out and uh, teach some acting classes in the parks in the summer? We have these drop-in programs. Mm-hmm. We think the kids might like it. And she said yes. And by the end of that summer, all the kids in Davenport wanted to meet all the other kids who liked theater. And so they started offering theater classes and then... That next year had their very first production of Star Child was the very first main stage show. So the classes and the main stage productions were really the beginning of of what junior theater was. And then and then it just sort of evolved from there. You know, the the nonprofit was founded to help find a home for junior theater from 1951 to 1978. The program was uprooted and moved 15 different times as they struggled to stay together and then uh, eventually found their way to the Annie Whitmire complex, which mm-hmm. is where home is today. Uh, and how you know,
0: long has it been at that location?
2: So they moved in in 77, but I, you know, the buildings didn't have heat. They didn't have plumbing at that time. I mean, they, they really had to renovate it. There's some great pictures in our history archives of the kids just, being part of that renovation crew, making, Mm -hmm. making the campus possible. So the renovations lasted from 77 to 81. Okay. uh, And they were programming in there, but really it opened in 1981. Okay. With the launch, with the launch of the theater. So that, you know, that was, it's about a $450,000 project then to get all of that up to snuff. So, uh, but we've been there since um, 1981 and as most programs growing and evolving offering new things. Some things kind of fade away uh, and new things come and go. But the one thing that's consistent is truly the focus on the kids experience, the classes, the main stage production and using the performing arts to uh, have that impact.
0: That's great. There's so many different options for the kids through junior theater. Mm -hmm. I mean, if they're not so comfortable being on stage, they can be a a part of the backstage crew or like you said helping out in the lobby or you know just a a bunch of different options for the kids and
2: and that's something we've actually really seen starting to take off lately is we've always offered technical theater and design classes uh, but those opportunities people have started to take advantage of more so whether that's you know introduction to design learning about lights sound Uh, costuming, the whole thing, or, you know, we just had a, this last session, a costume creation class where it's a class of six kids uh, creating and designing costumes for shows in our costume shop. We have over 13,000 costumes over there and it's a fully equipped shop, but they're learning that collaborative process with a director and how to create costumes. And we we even just had a, uh, a class that had uh, seven kids in it uh, with stage management which oh, wow. is just baffling to me that we that there was enough interest. Like mm-hmm. Stage management is is very difficult in the theater, uh, and um, it's cool to to have those kind of things. So we do specialty classes in lighting and props and sound kind of throughout the year. Mm-hmm.
1: So in summer, you offer different types of summer classes and mm-hmm. summer camps.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: What is offered?
2: Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, mentioning you know our dance program being kind of non traditional. Dance is a bit like a sport in that it has a season, and usually summer season is off for dance, um, but we actually offer kind of a, a try-it nine-week session um, that, that does end with a small sharing for family, but you can you can sign up for a dance program and, and give it a try. Uh, and then on the theater end of things, we also offer an eight-week theater session that You know, we have all of the classes from acting to improv to musical theater for for all ages uh, and some design classes this summer as well. So all of those programs are available. And then we do uh, four summer camps. We do two performing arts camps for kids ages six to 13. And those will be based around a theme. So one of the themes this summer is kingdom creation. And we have six groups and they're each going to create their own kingdom, their own crest, their own heroes, their own history. And then they're going to write a show about the founding of their kingdom and perform it at the end of the week. Oh, that's and then they'll so do, cool. Yeah, it should be pretty fun. And then they'll do specialty things along the way, but, you know, they'll have the banners that they'll carry around camp. It should be, <laughs> you know, delightful. Uh, so that's kind of our... Elementary age, junior high age camps. But then we also have a, a preschool camp or a mini camp for four to seven year olds. Kind of a half day try a camp. Um, and uh, nature's adventure is that theme. And then, and then we also do a dance camp as well. So it's, it's, it's a little bit of everything. And dance camp is also for that kindergarten through junior high age. And it's a chance to try a variety of um, dance styles and techniques and perform at the end of the week.
0: Okay, can you tell us what a day is like at one of these summer camps?
2: Which day?
0: Yeah, what actually, would you say? actually,
2: I can. OK. So, so, you know, a typical day at camp, all of the kids arrive at the theater and we do a large company warm up on stage. So we're all together, all 72 kids in the theater. And we warm up our voice and our bodies and our imagination. Uh, the staff all dives in and leads different things. And, you know, we really lead by example that it's OK to take risks, be silly, fail as long as we're all trying together. And then the kids break up into six groups and they go back to their acting studio on campus uh, and they start to get to know each other Um, at classroom times also about creating their stories or rehearsing their shows. And then throughout the rest of the day, uh, they have two breaks and a lunch break, but they rotate every 45 minutes. One forty-five minute will be a class time. The next 45 minutes will be musical theater. The next 45 minutes will be a behind the scenes tour about design. And then the next 45 minutes will be uh, improv or a craft. And then they all come back together in their classrooms. And at the end of the day, we do a large group sharing where uh, every camper gets the chance over the course of the week. Each group sends up two or three students to share about their favorite thing of the day. And just one thing that they learned. Uh, and that's, fun to hear what the kids are learning, but Mm -hmm. it also gives the kids the opportunity to stand on stage and just speak as themselves, which is sometimes more difficult than getting on stage in a costume and being a character. So, uh, it is, it, it's a busy day. Uh, it's, it's fast and it, it it keeps going from thing to thing. But I, I think that that's one of the reasons all kids, um, seem to be, Pretty successful at camp. It's because it's very engaging. It keeps moving. It, you know, uses a lot of their skills, talents, and senses as they they move around and create.
1: So, one thing that came out of COVID for you guys was you created an online junior dance theater.
2: Mm -hmm.
1: Can you tell us a little about that?
2: So, yes. Yeah. (laughs) We created a uh, virtual learning channel through junior theater. Right when COVID hit, you know, we had to cancel all, all of our classes, but. We knew we were going to want to start offering virtual programs, but that logistically was going to take some time to figure out how to set up. So while we were doing that, we were also creating content for our virtual learning channel, which is still up um, on our YouTube channel. So you can get uh, classes in dance and the basic positions of ballet, or you can go on a behind the scenes tour through the tech booth and learn how the technology works or you can learn about the basics of blocking and stage movement there's there's all sorts of different courses we released full productions that we've done on there uh, as well as just different fun interactive games and exercise that kids and and families can do so i mean that that will probably stay up forever hopefully as Mm -hmm. as just a tool and a resource i know I know I use it at home with my kids uh, and they enjoy it, but, you know, they want to, you know, pretend to be uh, different characters with Mr. Max and his mm-hmm. workshop and they can hop in and do that whenever they want. Uh, and it's free. So that was that was part of wanting to make an impact right away with covid and giving parents content to serve their kids in a very tough situation. Uh, and uh, we, we still add things to it, just not as not as frequently as we were. Mm
1: hmm. You guys were very successful in adjusting to COVID. Yeah. Huge props.
2: Yeah. Yeah. And we were, we were really surprised our, you know, our first session that we offered in June, we shut down late March. And then the first session in June, we had over 380 kids signed up from 11 different states across the country, all doing junior theater together. And that was really fun and really exciting. And we created, you no, know, not just, our staff at home on their laptops. We created virtual studios where they were in our studio spaces. They had multiple cameras and trying our best to make classes engaging as possible. But by the time kids went back to school in the fall and we're doing virtual learning full time, coming to virtual junior theater was sure a little exhausting. Yeah. And, and so we still had a lot of kids involved, but it, you know, it dissipated as, as COVID went on, but um, it was nice to be able to serve those kids and, mm-hmm. Uh, we we actually had one student sign up from Davenport, Florida, oh. accidentally. Yeah. They were looking for opportunities in Davenport. They happened to sign up for their local Davenport Junior Theater, and it wasn't until the end of the session. Wait, you're in Iowa? Said, yeah, we're in Iowa, but, you know, I'm glad you were able to access us. Yeah. And
0: Thanks for joining. So, yeah.
2: Yes. Yeah, so that was that was kind of fun, too. Oh, that's,
0: funny. that's funny. So, um once upon a time, when I was in grade school, I was a part of. We also had a thing called junior theater, um, and I remember the first play I was ever a part of. I was a flamingo. Nice. And that's a was, good first. That's a yes. good first character. It yeah. was like a a pink leotard and like a pink boa. We had like a beak and a little song and dance. Uh huh. Good times. Um, I'm wondering what was your first character you ever played at Davenport Junior Theater?
2: Oh, at Davenport Junior Theater. Okay, cool. Yeah. So my first class was, I think, in 1992, maybe. And I was the elf who ran away. Uh, He (laughs) ran away to America. and was looking for a new adventure, uh, and it was my my first class, and um, I was the uh, cast as the leading leading character, which was intimidating when I was that young. But I had a great teacher, and um, yeah, so I was the the elf who ran away, and I still remember my actually the this the show was called the land the land of jesters was where he was running away from, and <laughs> it uh, yeah that was my my first show at junior theater, very so, cool, yeah.
0: Jerry, have you ever been a part of junior theater
2: or performed as a young person in Um, a show?
1: Well, as you probably are not surprised, I did the behind the stage stuff (laughs) (laughs) and it was for Fiddler on the Roof. Oh, (laughs) cool. So I was in all black being the little stage person because I don't like being in front of people. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And we all know that.
2: (laughs) Well, Fiddler Fiddler requires a lot of uh, a lot of stage team. Right. To be backstage. Yeah. I remember
1: holding the ladder for the kid that had to go up and down.
2: The <laughs> <time>. <laughs> that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. That, you know, and that's one of the things too, is at, at junior theater, we're, we're very conscious of teaching the kids that backstage in the front of house on stage, every role is equal. Yep. We, we, we do not accomplish this show without everybody. Right. Um, And having value in those experiences Mm -hmm. so yeah yeah. I I actually love the behind this I love working behind the scenes on shows so
1: I wish I had the opportunity when I was younger to do something where I had to get in front of people because I do see the value in it my kids definitely will be doing that
0: I know when you're that young I feel like you're fearless or I mean I had no recognition of like I don't know. I just wasn't embarrassed right. at, to do things and try new things as a kid. Now I don't think that I could be a be part a pink, of a play. Be a be flamingo. A, <laughs> no, I don't think I could do that again. Um, but yeah, I will say it was a good experience.
2: <laughs> yeah. And that, I mean, that is true. Largely for kids mm, seven or eight and under before they really start Getting a little more self conscious, it's yeah. it's just about creating the right environment to sort of follow them mm-hmm. uh, and and build towards what what their strengths are.
1: Yeah. Okay. One final question: mm-hmm. You have been part of junior theater since 1992. Mm-hmm. That's 30 years.
2: It, affirmative. <laughs> <laughs>
1: what has I, been? I was
2: gone. I was gone for like eight <laughs> years. So I've been there straight through. But.
1: What has been your favorite production to be a part of? And. In- overall that's a tough question and what was your role in that production
2: yeah no that is, that is a tough question um, I have two but for the sake of this podcast I'll pick one okay <laughs> uh, and that was we did a production in 2014 of Pinocchio and I so my my background with where I got my I got my master's in acting from the University of Connecticut and it was a very classically trained physically driven, style of theatrical storytelling. The theater was there, but it was more about what you can do with your body and the stuff around you and the creative storytelling. So uh, I wrote an adaptation of Pinocchio kind of with that in mind. And Pinocchio is this big grand adventure from visiting cities and running through the fields and being swallowed by a whale. And mm-hmm. uh, how do you tell those stories? You know, you can't literally do all of that stuff. Uh, but we, our, our 2014 production of Pinocchio was was great. It was just the perfect balance of um, the directors and the the director and the designers just kind of and the kids all came together and it was a very, very successful show. So that that would probably be my favorite if if I had to pick one. So and, you know, as as being involved with producing theater, it's nice when you can sit back and look at a, a piece of theater and, you know, say we would we would put this piece of theater up anywhere against anybody else's theater from Broadway to community theater down the street. And very, we're all very proud of that show.
0: That's awesome. What's the crickets name in, is it Geppetto? Uh,
2: uh Geppetto is the father.
0: Oh, okay, okay.
2: Jiminy Cricket.
0: Jiminy Cricket, yeah. duh. <laughs> yeah. How did I remember Geppetto and not Jiminy right. and Cricket?
2: Yeah, well they both have ja, yeah. you know, so. Oh, that's yeah. funny.
0: I've, but on a serious note, I've heard a lot of, actually a lot of city employees, children participate in junior theater. And I've heard a lot of great things, a lot of awesome feedback in regards to junior theater and just what a great program it is or what a great experience their children have had with junior theater. Um, So that's awesome.
2: Yeah. And, you know, one thing to remember is Even though it's called Davenport Junior Theater, you know, every year we have kids from over 30 different towns and communities participate. Some will drive as far as
0: 45
2: minutes away or the other side of Iowa City to drive down and do our classes and so are our camps in the summer. Uh, So.
0: So, this is not limited to just Davenport children. Right.
2: Okay. Davenport residents do get 20% off all programs because obviously we're subsidized by taxpayer money, Mm -hmm. Um, but anybody can access the program. And, uh, you know, I'll have people sometimes will say, oh, I thought that was just for Davenport people. Like, no, no, like, please, all kids should come and, and be a part of the program.
0: Okay. Why don't you tell our listeners where they can learn more about Davenport Junior Theater?
2: Yeah. So probably the best way to learn about what we have going on most currently is the website, which is Davenport junior org. You can just Google junior theater as well and it'll pop up. Uh, and then, you know, as you click around on there, we have a a great contact us page where you can get my email my phone number. And, um, I'm pretty on the ball when it comes to that stuff. So we're, we're happy to communicate and introduce you to the program. A lot of times we'll get together with families who are, new and we'll, we'll take them on tours if they want to get together and see and learn more. We're happy to do that too. But um, the website's kind of the, the main resource.
0: Very cool. Well, Daniel, thank you so much for joining us today. It was fun to learn more about Junior Theater. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks.